listening to the Best of Living Wealthy Radio with Teresa Kuhn. Be sure to catch our show live every Sunday on 1370 AM Austin. For information, archives, and upcoming presentations, visit our website at www.livingwealthyradio.com. Sunday, Austin. Welcome to Living Wealthy Radio with your host, Teresa Kuhn. Good afternoon. You are listening to Living Wealthy Radio, heard every Sunday at noon here on Talk Radio 1370 AM and 96.3 FM, streaming live at talk1370.com. I am Teresa Kuhn, helping you live wealthier. Resources are available for you at livingwealthyradio.com. Last week on Living Wealthy Radio, we talked with my good friend and mentor, Van Miller, a 39-year insurance and financial services professional uh, who is one of the top experts in the country on insurance and annuities and really the economy. He understands the economy better than probably anybody else out there. Okay, so you were going to ask me a question about inflation. Yeah, well, actually, I want to go back to taxes for a second, if I could. I I want to really make sure, because this is one of the key reasons that this is such a magnificent product, and America doesn't know. Let me say it again, and let's do this really quickly. Are taxes going to be higher in the future, just yes or no, Teresa? Yes. Do you think it's possible that they could be way higher? Absolutely. Do you want to pay them? No. We never ask ourselves that. We never say. You know, we just think we have to. We don't have to do anything. You can do planning. So here's my question. What are you going to do, Teresa, to make sure that these increased taxes aren't going to harm your investments and destroy your retirement? Do you have a strategy for that? Van, my average client, before I work with them, says no. A big fat no. They don't have a strategy. But you're not a client, right? You're you're a prospect right now. Right. I'm. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to answer as if you are somebody that I'm talking to. Okay. As a prospect, no, I do not have a strategy. What if there was a way? Now think about this for a minute. Instead of taxes hurting what you have that you could actually use them to enhance or help what you have. Wouldn't you want to know about that? Absolutely. Well, that's what these products do. They allow you to accumulate money without current taxation. They allow you, if you die too soon, to pay a leveraged benefit to your heirs Also income tax-free, if you live too long, they allow you to take an income that is impossible for you to outlive, also income tax-free. There are no products like that available in our country, none. There is no limit to the amount of money that you can put in a vehicle like that. There is no restrictions, none. And most people don't even know that that is existing and that is available to them. That's why we start with a discussion about that. Because if a person doesn't care about taxes, why would they care about this? Well, there's a second reason. Are benefits going to be lower in the future, Teresa? Just yes or no? Yes. And doesn't that mean really higher deductibles, higher premiums? 
more out of pocket, doesn't that really mean a lower standard of living for you and your family, Teresa? Absolutely. Are you okay with that? No, I don't want a lower standard of living. Then what are you going to do to replace all those lost benefits? I have no idea. Well, wouldn't the way to replace all those lost benefits be by starting to eliminate taxes on your savings, on your investments, on your death benefits, on your income? If you could get rid of taxes on all of those things, aren't you finding a way to replace some of those lost benefits? Sure. The third thing is a really scary thing that most people never really understand is inflation. There's If the government prints more money, what does that do to the value of money? It lowers the value of the money. That means they can't buy as much goods and services with it. Right. It? My purchasing power goes down. So if you're living on $100,000 a year right now, and we were to have just 7% inflation, not hyperinflation, not Zimbabwe inflation, not even Jimmy Carter inflation. If we just had 7% inflation, there's an accounting rule called the Rule of 72. It says if you divide the inflation rate into 72, it tells you how many years before you need twice as much money to live on. So in 10 years, 7 into 72, you would need 200000 a year to have the same standard of living as you do right now at 100000 a year or set a different way. Your hundred thousand ten years from now will only buy fifty thousand dollars of goods and services. That's inflation. Now, if America's incomes are decreasing, not increasing, what's your strategy to deal with this inflation? And again, please, you don't have to know a lot about this, Teresa. If they're printing a trillion dollars a year, could we eventually have to deal with inflation? Absolutely. So you already instinctively know this. I'm not telling you something you don't know. So if there's going to be some kind of inflation, how do you get it to work for you rather than against you? The strategies I have today in place aren't going to help me. So wouldn't you want to know about a vehicle that allows you to use leverage that eliminates taxes on your money, allowing it to accumulate faster than it could if they were taking the taxes out, and even better still, so that you don't have to pay that much attention, these companies take advantage of those higher interest rates and pay you more benefits as that occurs. Wouldn't you like to not ever have to worry about this again? Absolutely. Wouldn't you like to have some of the biggest financial institutions on the planet do the worrying for you? Absolutely. Well, that's what this is. And we don't talk about it enough. We don't. We should be shouting it from the heavens right now. At a time when people have left less and less discretionary money, we have products available to the American people that they can make $1 do the work of many dollars. They can take pennies and buy dollars. They can make their dollars work as efficiently as possible, take care of their 
families if they die too soon or their businesses take care of themselves if they live too long. If you put a waiver of premium on these products, you can have a self-completing plan even if you become disabled. They have catastrophic illness benefits. Some plans, if you have a heart attack, stroke, or cancer, you can actually access some of the benefit before you die. They have terminal illness benefits where you don't even have to die. All you have to be told is that you have a year to live. And if you happen to be the person that's been in charge of all the finance, you can actually access the money and set up a plan to take care of the people that you love before you die. And finally, one of the things that's going to be very difficult with 300,000 baby boomers a month retiring for the next 19 years, who's going to take care of all these people? And what if you could have a program that would allow you to use leverage to protect yourself for long-term care benefits? That's what this is a financial miracle, and we are not allowed to talk about it uh, in certain ways because Wall Street and the banks lobby against it. They don't want they don't want us to know about it. They don't want us to share it with people, and the few people that do occasionally write about it. You know, I always say to people, when you read something in the paper where somebody knocks a particular product or benefit, you know, try to figure out what's the benefit to them for doing that. You know, uh, I don't have any problem with even, I'm going to give you a quick idea here. There's a, a person that I respect very much in the industry. Her name is Cheryl Moore. And, uh, she just came out with what I think is a brilliant idea. Uh, she, you know, in our industry, we used to talk about buy term insurance and invest the difference. Mm-hmm. Well, the problem with that was people that bought term insurance never invested the difference. They spent the difference. <laughs> That's kind of what's neat about these cash value life insurance policies. They make you this kind of a forced savings. People need organized methodologies for saving money and keeping it safe. That's what's so amazing about these cash value life insurance policies. So people that wanted to compete against that came out with high term and invest the difference. Well, this is a, a brilliant person. Her name is Cheryl Moore. She said, well, why don't you try this? Why don't you buy term? and invest the difference in indexed universal life insurance. Wow. A great savings vehicle with guaranteed growth, all the tax benefits, and you still have the great death benefit that you need to take care of your family. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's so many wonderful ideas like that in your industry right now. There's so many ways that we can um, magnify money. Um, You know, we weren't going to have a chance to talk real much about annuities in here, but, uh, you know, this is an exciting time for annuities because with the interest rates climbing, we're going to be able to do some wonderful things for people. But I, I want to explain something to you. 
do you know right now a six-month CD you can probably get a quarter of a percent? Yes. What if I told you that if you put your money at 70 years old in a single premium income annuity that would pay you income for as long as you live, you could get 6.1%. So explain how you could do that. Well, because they use a thing called mortality credits, and you'd have to go and look that up, but uh, it allows you to take advantage of your age and the interest rate to create an income that you can't outlive. And so there's wonderful planning opportunities that we can do again to help people raise their income to a level that will allow them to live with dignity in retirement. You know, one of my famous sayings, I'm known for going all over everywhere I go. I see people in the movie theater. I see people in a restaurant. I see people at a dinner party. And I just for fun say, may I ask you something? If you had a choice, would you want to be rich or would you want an absolute positive guarantee that you would never be poor? And I'm telling you, it's really, it's a number like 98 or 99% of the time. They say, well, I want to guarantee that I'm never going to be poor. And please, I'm not trying to be chauvinistic here, but if you ask women, it's 100 out of 100. <laughs> we they want, want security. to guarantee right. that they'll never be poor. So I say back to them, what if I could show you a way that even if you completely ran out of money, you would never run out of income? Would you want to know about something like that? Absolutely. We sell that. We've always sold that. It has always been a basic feature of every life insurance policy that has cash value and every annuity of any kind that we have ever sold. We have the ability to give people lifetime income that they can't outlive and no catastrophes, no financial devastation, no taxes, no anything can prevent that income from being paid. And they can't lose their principal. Oh, I didn't say that. I wasn't talking about that. I said even if you ran out of money, you would never run out of income. Now, you're talking about something different, and, and, you know, maybe in the last segment we'll talk about that a little bit. There are ways that you can protect the principal and give income as well, but that requires additional planning. See, that's why, you know, again, what a wonderful question, Teresa. And it really brings up something that every time I do one of these, I really want to speak to the public. People that are interviewed on programs like this, that are interviewed on CNBC, that are interviewed on Fox, that are interviewed uh, on radio programs, that are interviewed on the Internet, wherever it is, they are essentially giving general information. There are, in our country, almost 330 million people. That means there are 330 million different outcomes that people desire and one general recommendation about how things should be protecting principal, not protecting principal. Do you want income that you can't outlive? Do you care about income? Do you want your heirs to get your money when you're done using it? Do you care if your heirs get your money when you're done using it? You don't have any heirs. 
what do you what if we could guarantee you to have an income that you could never outlive uh there what I'm trying to say is is that so many people base their decision on having a relationship with a person who can help them by listening to this general information and more often than not they choose not to do it. And what I'm hoping that people will get when they listen to our discussion here today is that I hope the first thing they do is pick up the phone and call you and say, Teresa, I would like to discuss some of these issues. I would like you to ask me some of these questions about taxes. I would like you to ask me some of these questions about inflation, some of these questions about volatility, some of these questions about income, some of these questions about all of these issues. And then what I what I know you'll tell them, because I've known you for a long time, is you'll say, there's no cost or obligation for us to give you a specific answer for your situation. That's why we have to ask people lots of questions because two people living right next door to each other could have different situations, different outcomes. They could watch the same program on TV and decide, ah, oh, we don't need to do anything. This is the general information. Better to just go and do something where we don't have to pay anybody a fee, and it would could end up being wrong for both of them. If people do not take the time right now to sit down with somebody and go through a review, they are asking for serious problems. They will not be happy with the outcome that they will have with what we believe is about to happen in our country and in our world. At the very least, we're going to have another, I, I don't want to put a name on it, but another time like 2009. And we're going to have serious questions that need to be answered, and we're going to have serious challenges, and people are going to have to have different solutions. Here's a, here's another question, Teresa. I ask everybody. I say, in fact, I just made an appointment with somebody. I was in the line at the movie theater, waiting to go see Superman, and we were the the late show. And you know how they line you up and you wait until they clear out the early show, mm -hmm. and we went to see them, the gigantic screen in 3D and all of that. And two couples in front of me, I heard a couple talking about financial stuff. And, boy, they they're actually were getting kind of a little irritated with each other. And they said, please excuse me. I couldn't help but overhearing what you guys were talking about. I said, I do this for a living. Do you mind if I ask you a question? They said, sure. I said, do you believe that there's another financial catastrophe on the way? And they said, yes, without a doubt. I said, very simply, do you want to happen this time what happened the last time? They said, no. I said, so what are you going to do different this time to prevent that from happening? They said, we don't know. 
That's what they said. I said, listen, if there was no cost or obligation, would you mind meeting with me because I could ask you a series of questions that would allow you to organize your thinking about this so that you could, instead of being hurt by this, possibly actually position yourself to take advantage of it. Wouldn't you want to know about something like that? I was standing in a movie theater line, and they were very interested. People really want to have access to this information, but they don't want us to tell them anything. They want us to ask their opinion. They want us to find out, you know, what they want to accomplish, where they want to go, what they worry about. I don't try to impose any of my feelings on any of my prospects or clients. And I, I strive so much to get the rest of our industry to think that way because this is really a service industry. We serve people. And the one thing I want to make very clear about life insurance, life insurance has never taken care of one dead person, not one. Life insurance is appropriately named because it takes care of the living. You don't have to die to take advantage of it. You can actually use it to enhance your own life because you cared enough to protect and save for the future. And if you're not there to provide, it takes care of the people that you love. It makes sure that they're okay. And that's what I'm hoping that our industry understands quickly is that America needs for us to serve them right now. We need to provide uh, a foundation, a strategy, uh, uh, a methodology for going through a process that will allow them to make a determination about do I want to lose money again? Do I want to use the same strategy that has failed me all these times, or do I want to try something different? Van, we are so fortunate today to have you um, really have the listeners listen in on, on what I'm considering really a mentoring call. This is really like a conversation between you and me, and the listeners are eavesdropping on us. And I don't know that they understand what position you hold in our industry. You speak to hundreds of thousands. You've spoken to probably millions in your career. You've served this industry. You've served your clients so well. When we get back after our short break, we'll have our last segment and we'll go into um, you know, your parting words and, and what you want the listening audience to walk away with. You are listening to Living Wealthy Radio with Teresa Kuhn. Catch Teresa every Sunday at noon and be sure to visit livingwealthyfinancial.com for more information or call 1-800-382-0830 to set up a consultation with Teresa. She's local and excited to speak with you. Living Wealthy Radio. Visit Teresa's team online at livingwealthyradio.com, 1-800-382-0830 now. Call 1-800-382-0830. Welcome back, Austin, to Living Wealthy Radio with Teresa Kuhn. We're going to continue our conversation today with Van Miller. Knowing what we know, does anyone think that young people are going to be able to accumulate money for the future? They're coming out of college with basically a mortgage, a huge 
load of debt on their back. They're coming out of college with an uncertain economy, you know, making less money than they expected, pay into a social security system that's broken, that can't promise to be there for them when they plan on using it, and living in a country with trillions of dollars in debt with no way to pay it off. So what does this have to do with life insurance and annuities? Much more than you would think. Van Miller, 39-year veteran of the industry. Thank you so much for joining us today and giving us your perspective on all of this. Okay, what I thought would be kind of interesting in this last segment together is, you know, lots of times people don't know how we can help them. And so by asking questions, we're able to find out very easily about some things that really irritate our clients. Let me tell you the number one thing that irritates my people over the age of 65. If they have to pay taxes on their Social Security. Mm, That's a big one. (laughs) They go crazy. They figure like it's double taxation. Well, it is, isn't it? Uh, it probably is. Uh, I don't, I, you know, again, I don't think there's any value in getting into a discussion with them one way or another. If they have an opinion about something and I have an opinion about something, to be honest, their opinion's always right and mine's not. <laughs> you know, so I, I don't argue with them. I just know that it's one of the issues that really causes them a problem. So what I'm, What I'm going to do, everybody who's listening, is I want you to know some reasons why you should go and have a meeting with Teresa Kuhn. It's very important that you see her soon because some of this stuff is going to become very overwhelming, very dangerous. So let's let's quickly talk about it. I have a client who had a million dollars. And they were paying taxes on their Social Security. And they said, what if I could take you off the tax rolls? They just couldn't believe it. And they said, what would it cost you to come and spend 45 minutes or an hour with me and find out how to do this? And when we got done showing them, by using a combination of annuities and a kind of life insurance called a modified endowment contract and so forth, we were able to eliminate taxes on their Social Security and actually with an income in the serious 80000 a year, we're actually able to lift them completely off the income tax rolls. And in order to do that, yeah, I'm going to give another example later why it's very important for you to have a discussion with your current insurance or financial professional about taxes because taxes is going to be a really big deal. But by incorporating the use of these products as one strategy, we were able to reduce or eliminate the taxes altogether. There was then no taxes on the Social Security. They had a great income net of taxes, which actually gave them more livable income, and usually the way these plans were set up in the past, the income tax liability was transferred on to the heirs, to the children and the grandchildren. And we used to have a great deal of fun. I used to have a lot of fun with it, and I'd say, now you know what, if your children give you any grief that they have to pay taxes because they're going to inherit a million dollars, I said, here's what you do. You get rid of them. You adopt me. I'll be the greatest son you've ever had. <laughs> now, it was 
kind of a cutesy answer, but, you know, to be honest, wow. But you know what? It, it really irritated me for a long time because the people in our industry strive to find answers for situations like that by using what is called a modified endowment contract or a life insurance policy that looks like an annuity while you're alive but is treated as life insurance when you die, it allowed me to reduce or eliminate taxes while my client was alive and then when they pass away, the income tax liability was not transferred onto the heirs because the death benefit was treated as an income tax-free benefit. And so my clients, whenever I show this to them, they actually, only objection they have is, is it legal? <laughs> and it's absolutely legal. It's using all the products with all of the, all of the um, discussions that have been had about, you know, how they're used and so forth. But it's not one product. It's a number of products being used together. The annuities, income annuities, modified endowment contracts to create strategies that allow people to not have to pay taxes on their Social Security uh, or pay income taxes at all. Now, there's simpler methodologies. What if you're just barely paying taxes on your Social Security? You might be able to eliminate that income taxation by taking some of your taxable interest or taxable dividends and putting it into an annuity so it accumulates currently tax-deferred, and that would allow for you to not pay taxes on your Social Security. It's those kinds of small little things. Now, talking about taxes, if you go a step further, I have a number of people who do not uh, want to take their required minimum distribution from their IRAs. Mm -hmm. They don't need the income. And I've been able to show them using the tax tables that under current law, a married couple can make 22600 plus their Social Security and pay no income tax. So if you're getting, let's just say, 10600 a year from your required minimum distribution, you'd still have 12000 that you can take out every single year for the rest of your life where there would be no income tax liability from money that would be fully taxable like an IRA or a 401k or the earnings off of an annuity or the earnings off of uh, uh, off of dividends and so forth. And so by taking advantage of that, I say to my client, look, if you took that 12000 a year and you reallocated it, took it out, put it on your tax return, and then didn't have to pay any tax on it, and you live for 20 years, you've gotten rid of the income tax liability for your family on a quarter of a million dollars. Now, if you could do that, wouldn't that be a worthwhile strategy? And you know what's really neat? You don't have to give up control of the money. And they say, well, what do you mean? Well, I say, well, let's say I'm using that $12,000 that you weren't sure what to do and you just wanted to save it, you could put it in an annuity. 
you've gotten rid of the taxes on it. You took it out of an IRA or something. Money accumulates and accumulates. And the reason that you'd want to do that is because what if you live longer than you're expecting to? By getting rid of the taxes, you make that money more valuable going forward. But what if you were somebody who said, I may not need that money and I sure would like to do something for my family. Well, the insurance industry also has a product called a modified endowment contract. It's a, it's a product that looks like an annuity while you're alive, but is life insurance when you die. So that 12000 for, let's say, a person 70 years old would buy about $18,000 in death benefit and would pretty much accumulate the way a money market account would accumulate. So you would have this ability to have access to the money if you needed it, but if you died too soon, then your heirs would get 18000 of income tax-free money. You'd have leveraged it, and you'd have gotten, if you did that every year for 20 years, you'd have gotten rid of taxes on a quarter of a million dollars of IRA or annuity gains or dividend gains. Now, I even go one step further. I have some people who say, I'm never going to need that money. I can live on my Social Security and my required minimum distribution. I say, well, fine. Then here's what we're going to do. We'll take the 12000 We'll buy a real-life insurance policy. At 12000 a year and a real-life insurance policy on a person 70 might buy them as much as one hundred fifty dollars or $200,000 of death benefit. So let's say you did that for three years and then you died. You paid 36000 to give your family one hundred fifty dollars to $200,000 income tax-free. Now I said, what would, you, what would happen if you stayed alive for 10 years? What's really neat about a life insurance policy? And they say, well, I don't know. And I say, at the end of 10 years, for most cash value life insurance policies, the amount of money that you paid in, the surrender charge is usually equal to what you paid in. So guess what? All you really did was took it out of your left pocket, put it in your right pocket, got rid of the taxes, and you leveraged it. And some people even go a step further. They take and they buy these new products that have long-term care benefits on it or critical illness benefits on it. And so that gets rid of that argument about what if I pay long-term care premiums for years and years and years and never use it, then I wasted the money. Well, here you never have to waste the money. Now, let me go one step further because this is important. There's a bracket after the standard deduction of personal exemption. And it's called the 10% bracket. And that amount is $18,750. So if you take $18,750 plus $22,600, just to make this simple, I'm going to round figure it. It's $40,000. So you can have $40,000 of taxable income, this is very important, and only pay tax on $18,750, which is $1,875 on 40000 of income. Most Americans don't know that. If you divide that $1,875 of taxes by 40000 it's 4.5%. So I say to my clients all the time, what if you could take $40,000 a year out of your IRA or out of your earnings from your annuity 
or out of your gains from anything else that was taxable, then you can do that for 20 years. You can get rid of taxes at $800,000, and the tax would only be 4.5% of $800,000, which would be, what, $32,000 plus uh, for $36,000. If you could pay $36,000 to get rid of, and that would be the only tax you'd pay on $800,000, would you do it? All day long. All day long. You're in charge. You're in control of your tax liability. Then what would you do? The same thing that we explained in the first example. You would buy either a $40,000 single premium annuity or a $40,000 single premium modified endowment contract, or believe it or not, could you imagine what you could do for your family if you paid $40,000 a year out of your required minimum distribution every single year, how much life insurance, how much benefit you could buy for your family that they would have access to income tax-free after you died? And please listen to me. You're not putting yourself in jeopardy. Because what did I tell you? Let's say that you spent all your other money and you paid 40000 a year into this policy that we're talking about. At the end of 10 years, you'd have about $400,000 of surrender value in your policy, equivalent to what you paid in, so you could access that money to help you continue to live if some other kind of an emergency came up. You're really just reallocating the money in a way where you're using all the benefits of leverage, you're using all the benefits of reduced income taxation, you're using everything that all the wealthy people use. You're using everything that all the people in the know on Wall Street and all the bankers and all the government people know about, but they've never told you so that you can't take advantage of it and have the same opportunities that they've had. Uh, I, I have so many people that understand about these tax laws, and they go up every year. There's an inflation protection. The standard deduction goes up every year. The personal exemption goes up every year. And the tax brackets are modified every year based on inflation. So this is a perfect opportunity for you to help people uh, and for your clients to come in and find out a way that they can reduce or eliminate income taxation on their money. And it and it's huge, as you spelled out, the amount of money that they can save in taxes. You know, what's so sad, Van, is you and I see every single day um, people who pay taxes where they don't need to, people who end up um, spending so much of their money when they're retired on health care, on long-term care, on, you know, instead of that going to their family or instead of that going to improve their quality of life, it's being spent needlessly. There are strategies that are out there that we use every single day that can improve the quality of their life or that would enable them to leave a legacy to their kids or their grandkids. Absolutely. And that's why I, I hope everybody who listens to this will say, you know what? If there's no cost or obligation from this, it's worth an hour of my time to go and see Teresa and find out how how some of these strategies would apply to me and my family. How can I take advantage of 
this financial catastrophe. And, and I would ask everybody who's listening out there, uh, if you are going to do something, would you want to do something before or after the next downturn? You know, would you like to be ready this time? Would you like to be sitting in the dark in the corner of your basement, rubbing your hands excitedly together, waiting for the opportunity of a lifetime? Or do you want to be afraid again? Oh, my God, how are we going to catch up? Mm -hmm. How are we going to make back what we've lost? What do we do now? Uh, Again, when you have access to somebody who has the knowledge and the skills and access to the kinds of products that we have at our fingertips every single day. You know, I, I, as soon as I would be done listening to this, I'd get on the phone and say, Teresa, I, I want you to ask me some of those questions. I want to find out why I haven't been told this in the future. Why did I get hurt in 2000? 2001 and 2002. Why did I get hurt in 2004? Why did I get hurt in 2007 and 8? Why did I get hurt in 1987? Why did I suffer dramatic inflation under Jimmy Carter and, and all the things that inflation did to me? Why do I not understand about all the taxes? Historically, taxes are at the lowest that they will ever be mm-hmm. for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so important. So if you know that, why wouldn't you want to do everything you could to pay all your taxes now on any investment that you have and transfer that investment to the future so that you can take the money out without paying taxes? And even more important, and I hope you don't mind me sharing this with your listeners, Teresa, but, you know, for a lot of years, I've been doing this for 40. I started when I was seven years old. (laughs) Um, I hated selling cash value life insurance. And let me tell you why. This is important. I didn't hate it because it wasn't a good thing. Everybody who had it loved it. Everybody who got it saw that it performed wonderfully in comparison to any other state money investment there was. But there was a problem. For 30 years, we were in a downward cycle of the interest rates. If you remember when Jimmy Carter was president, we had 18% money markets. It was 10, 11, 12, and 13% interest rates to buy a home. It was 15, 16, 17, and 18% interest rates for a car loan. And so what ended up happening is we've been in what is called a 30-year bull market for interest rates. They have trended downwards where they started at 18% in 1980 and they ended up at zero currently. The Federal Reserve charges one-tenth of 1% to borrow money to all the banks that it takes care of. One-tenth of 1%. It's effectively zero. So, what that meant is I would go and give somebody a life insurance illustration, and I would say, look at how wonderful this is going to be. And then I would go back a year later, three years later, five years later, ten years later, and the illustration would not be as good as the initial one that I gave them because the interest rates are going mm-hmm. down. Now, please understand, in comparison to anything else, it was wonderful. I adore 
talking to as people about and selling life insurance right now because the cycle is about to go the other way. When I illustrate for people what life insurance will be able to do for them, I will be showing them the worst result, the most minimal result that these policies will have. As the interest rates go up, the result will be better. And so when I come and show you how wonderful the product this is for you and your family, then how it's a great vehicle to protect your family, protect yourself, save money, have income tax benefits that are second to none, it'll be the worst illustration I will ever show you will be the initial one. As you see what happens to this product, three years, five years, ten years from now, you will adore me for having talked to you about it because it'll be the best performing thing that you probably own. It'll be the thing that you count on. In fact, I didn't be able to make a bet with you. You probably won't want to touch it. You'll just want to see it grow because of the spectacular amount of security that it'll give you. You yeah. just won't want to touch it. I could not agree with you more. I One of the principles for what I do is that I want to under-promise and over-deliver. That's, you know, that's one of my principles for my practice with working with my clients. And today I know because interest rates are so darn low that, you know, four years from now, five years from now, nobody will ever say, Teresa, you oversold me. Teresa, your projections were way out of line. In fact, if they say that, it's because they were too low. <laughs> right? That, that, I agree with you. So I'm very excited. I think I have the opportunity to do some of the most amazing things that I've ever done for my prospect or clients in the history and I've been doing this for 40 years. I know. I know. You've been doing this a very long time. And, Van, what I'm so grateful for is that you are in my life, that you are uh, one of my closest mentors. You are constantly teaching me how to be a, a better advisor for my clients, a better strategist for my client to, clients to do a better job for them. And uh, I'm so pleased that um, our listeners today got an opportunity to hear from you because you are an, a maverick in the industry. Um, you are one of the all-time, um, what what would you say, in terms of production that you've done, you are certainly up there. Uh, actually, Teresa, I'm a legend in my own mind. No, you're a legend in the industry. You're a legend it, in the industry. Again, you know, again, what's changed my career and made me so happy is the secret of happiness is never what you get, it's what you give. And to be able to actually see people come back later and say, oh my goodness, if you wouldn't have done what you did, we would have had this situation or we would have had this bad scenario. And we feel confident about our future. We feel like our family is in control. That's going to be the secret words of the 21st century control. Americans feel like they're losing control mm -hmm. of their lives. Mm -hmm. and they can regain control by knowing about these kinds of information. Um, the other word is family. 
families working together as families, keeping the money in the family. I argue all the time that the Kennedys are wealthy because they keep the money in the family. The Rockefellers are wealthy because they keep the money in the family. You know, anybody that you know of that has a great family name, they do well because they work together as a family. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, you, the competition out there is is going to be hospitals, government, nursing homes. They know that there's a tremendous transfer of wealth that's about to go from the greatest savings generation that's ever lived, our parents, to the worst savings generation that's ever lived, the baby boomers. And they know they have to get their hands on that money before the baby boomers do. Now, the baby boomers have at their disposal the kind of tools that we've been talking about here for these two two, uh, shows that we've been discussing. These tools are available even to middle America. They can do the same thing that the Rockefellers do. They can do the same thing that the Kennedys do. They can do the same things for their family that any wealthy family can do. They just have to act. And again, I can't say it strongly enough. If there's no cost or obligation, why wouldn't you want to spend time with Teresa Kuhn and say, please, will you at least explain to me what my options are Let me know what's available to us and our family so that we can stay in control of our financial futures. Van, I could not have said that better myself. Thank you so much. Heartfelt gratitude and appreciation for you spending time today. Um, Thanks for having me. I really love doing it. Check us out at Living Wealthy Radio and Living Wealthy Financial. We use these strategies every single day to help our clients plan for a very strong financial future. Van, thank you so much for joining us these past two weeks and giving us your perspective on uh, what's going on today and how people can protect themselves for the future. Um, If you check us out at Living Wealthy Radio, the show, um, there will be a link for the show on that website. And you can download it, and there's a lot more information and resources on there for you. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The info being presented does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation and does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax advisor or legal counsel or other professional, and you should not use the information in place of a personal consultation regarding your specific situation or needs prior to taking any action based on this information. We believe the info provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness. What if there was a place where your hard-earned cash could grow safely and sanely without being pilfered by bankers, Wall Street, tax collectors, or other persons of 